Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. My name is Jared Haven. Join in studio with the beautiful, lovely Dean Unglert. And then join... Oh, round of applause for Dean. Okay, round there we applause. go, Dean. And even louder applause for my next intro, yes. which is the always beautiful, stunning, sweet, gorgeous, lovely, endearing... Uh, oh, I love when Jared gorgeous, does the intros. Uh, Keep going. It's yeah. sweetest, nicest, what else can I say? The most awesome person Art in the entire world, Manic. Vanessa Grimaldi. Oh. Hey! Clap for me. Um, we have a pretty great, more clapping. Dean was late on that one. Dean's eating M&M's, so he's late on everything right now. He's a little delayed. Uh, but we have a great guest coming in later uh, from the new show, Revenge Body with Chloe Kardashian. I don't know why I said it as if like I straight came off the boat from Boston. Uh, Latrella Mitchell, known as La or La La. Dude, which, it's Latriel. Latriel. I'm on. so bad at pronouncing names. God. <laughs> so Latriel Mitchell will be in studio joining us as her new show with Khloe Kardashian comes out. She's a celebrity fitness trainer, so everybody's trying to get ready for summer. So hopefully we'll get some pointers about how to get those abs back. Am I right, Dean? <laughs> Never mind, as he's currently chomping on M&M's. But first, before we get to her, uh, Mark and Easton also in studio. Tori, another one of our producers, has a question for our panel, which I think we're calling like the help panel. Tori's like, back we're, there we're, in the producer booth. She's in the producer booth. She's being quarantined for some reason. She's not allowed in studio. We can bring her in if you'd like. Would that no, be easier kinda, to talk to her in I here? I want her in here. Can we bring her Tori, in? Yeah, get in Tori, here. get in here. Come on. Yay, Take a little Tori, walk come around. In. So Tori's going to come in. She has a quick question, which I think is about wedding dresses. Which no, I, I don't know. That's a different no, one. That was Sierra. That, that she went. This is a dating thing that some some guy did this, and she wants her thoughts on it. Oh, perfect. I'm sorry. Your did, thoughts did on it. Did this happen to Tori? <laughs> yes, this happened to Tori. All right. Well, Young here we go, Tori. Tori. Young Tori. single Tori. Tori. 
Hello, Tori. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining Hi, us. Tori. I mean, you always join Hi, us. Hi. Oh, my God. I want to know about this. So hold on. First of all, I had no idea you were dating. Well. She's always dating. You suck at it? Oh, yeah, 100%. Don't we all? 100%. So what happened? So I met this guy actually three years ago at Stagecoach. Okay. And huh. Dean's enthralled. He's on enthralled. his phone. You know? Uh, um, he's got better things to do, apparently. I'm listening. I don't understand why people don't understand that I can be on my phone and be listening at the same time. It's just two minutes of you your time. You met a guy at Stagecoach. So I met a guy at Stagecoach three years ago. Um, and we like loosely stayed. He, he played football, at all that stuff. So he, we like loosely stayed in touch, like a lot of like drunk FaceTimes randomly, like throughout the years, like kind of funny, like his friends would kind of do the same thing. Um, and so finally he like reconnects and he's like, Hey, I would love to like take you to coffee or lunch, dinner, whatever, like whenever you're free. And when I get back into town, so I was like, sure. Yeah. Let me know. So he lets me know. We planned Saturday. He picks um, Abbott Kinney, which I think is great. Like, it's outdoors. People don't know. That's in Venice, California. It's right. very hip. I love Abbott Kinney. Trendy. Like, there's shops. Very so you can area. walk around. Yeah, there's open little markets. Great spot. Good places to eat all around. I like this guy already. So oh. I show up. I have a feeling it's going to change. No. <laughs> it's going to go all downhill. So Pretty I was, quickly. like, sending a lot of pictures to, like, my sister and friend being, like, what's my vibe? Like, a cheetah skirt with some white sneakers jeans and a top like i don't really remember how tall he is and i'm 510 so i was like do i wear booties flats a lot of things you know it took time do you get insecure about that i don't get insecure i get insecure for the guy so i guess maybe oh, we should fair. have a whole segment devoted to what you should consider wearing on a first date 100 i would take mm-hmm. notes because <laughs> i don't know Vanessa, so what did you wear on your first day with the silver fox uh, my leggings. I. It's really bad. He's all. That's the a first, great like, first date outfit. Honestly, as a guy, no, it's, fine. Is it? Can't ask for anything else. We it was so complain. casual. No, leggings is way to go. All right. Well, uh, not, for, not for like it seems like it's a dinner date kind of thing. Well, of course, it's just showing up to a five star restaurant and leggings. That's a different conversation. But if you guys get in a drink. Here's yeah. the thing. As a guy, be it's comfy, easy. Girl. I just throw on a pair of jeans. I'm, I'm probably going to wear my flip-flops, to be honest. Oh, I'm gonna wear, And I'm going to wear a T-shirt. I don't want her seeing my feet on the first date. That's not a good vibe. Yeah, Dean's going to pull up he to the Applebee's stuff. for the first day in his van, <laughs> jump out. It's going to be a good time. So, Too far, Jared. Too I'm a big Applebee. I, I don't know why everybody laughed. I like far. <laughs> oh, okay. hell yeah. Far. The point is, what are you supposed to wear on a first date? What's appropriate? What about, here's the thing. What about guys? Girls can wear leggings, but can guys, aka my date, bless his soul, show up in basketball shorts mm. and a basket like a workout shirt? Mm. That's what he showed up in. In sneakers. Wait, well, here's the thing though, because you guys kind of we just walked around and then well that that'll get into there later. Well, maybe he I, knew I, who's gonna be active I think walking around to, wanted to wear <laughs> here's his the thing. Here's gym the, attire. Here's the thing that we haven't asked ourselves yet that I think is crucial to the rest of the story. And Tori, you're the only one that can answer this question for us. How the hell do we know this is a date? Because by the sound of it, it could have just been like two people hanging out. Good question. I agree with that. Cool. I think that when you say, hey, I would love to like set aside time for you. And like, if it's not like a group hangout, like, you know, and I haven't seen him in three years. And his buddies have always been like, oh, like he's into you, like blah, 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 like on the drunk phone call. did he ask you out? So like, he was what like, were yeah. his words? His words were, I would love to take you to lunch, coffee, dinner. Like, which one? Like, let me know. 
I think that's a date. Sounds like a date. Yeah, sounds and like I a don't, date. Also, well, that's another good question. Are guys now having to state like, hey, I want to, I just feel like I want no. to take you on a date doesn't really exist anymore. I agree. I don't think guys have to state what, what, if it's a date or not, but I think saying coffee, lunch, or dinner is indicative that he just wants to hang out with you, meaning he wants to get to know you more Explore. in a date setting. And I think that yeah. he definitely was like trying to feel it out being like coffee if you don't really want to take this like super intense or whatever, or like lunch, you know? He's like letting you decide. That's yeah. kind of respectful so, and gentlemanly. Yeah, I don't hate that. I also think people are overthinking in today's world what a date is. They're like, totally. well, we I met up with coffee. Is it a date? If you guys meet up in a social, if, if you guys meet up one-on-one, it's a date. No, that's what we were just saying. I no, disagree. it's a date. No, I, I, but I agree with Jared, but you're right also, Dean, because the, the modern man is using it as a loophole. But it, that, that's exactly my point. A commitment avoidance is what that is. No, and see, <laughs> exactly. Let and, me tell you why this could have not been a date. My, my, what Tori said, I'm using her words, not anyone else's. She said we drunkenly FaceTime each other every once in a while as a joke. Not me, not me, not me. Just so he'll you guys, FaceTime you. You guys have met three Him years or ago. His it's, he considers you a friend at this point. You're nothing more. Well, yeah, but he wants to explore if he can get to another level with her. Exactly. And that's why I had, I had her clarify whether it, she thought it was a date or not. But he just thought you were a friend up until that point, whether you guys, when you went, went on the date. You're a, you're a person he can talk to, 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 Forget about something else for a second. He's, it's not. But I kind of feel like it's that thing where, like, if you meet somebody at a bar and you're like, I'm kind of interested in you, you're still being like, hey, I'd love to thing. take you someplace you to him meet three you. Three years ago, and this is the first time you've hung out with him, he's not that interested in you. <laughs> How <laughs> and, and vice versa. You're yeah, not that interested not in him. And she's not no, that interested in him either. In three years. <laughs> I'm just saying, the fact that it's taken three years for you guys to hang out proves that neither of you are that interested in each other. So nah. let's just clarify, too, because I'm a little lost. Given you guys met that. three years ago at Stagecoach. Since that point, you had not hung out, only drunken FaceTimes occasionally. Can we just clarify that he's the only one drunk FaceTiming? Okay, great. So he's the one drunk FaceTiming you, but that was the only communication the within those three years. No, it was very loosely. Well, okay, here's the thing I will say. He's an athlete, and then he was drafted and went to Cleveland Browns for a bit. So then it's like I lost him. Mm. I didn't lose him. That sounds dramatic. But so basically it's like I knew like I, mean, I was also like in college. Like we just like were in separate worlds. Him being an athlete helps put – uh, truth to the basketball shorts. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. So what is I was that say. is that normal? Then? And the fact that he drunk in yeah. Facetimes you. Yeah, because I like I dated um I dated an athlete who would always show up even to like my grandmother's house on Sunday lunches with like flip flops and yeah. like you know like the athletes what they wear with the socks and the flip flops so- and, and the jogging pants and whatever. I mean, I yeah, was, that was my socks outfit. and flip flops. Not flip flops, socks <laughs> and slides. Slides, sorry. Oh, like Nike slides. That's my, that was my outfit up until I was like 22. Everywhere I went. Yeah, I but that's acceptable because you were in your late teens, early 20s. You see a kid like that, and you're like, eh. But if how, how old is this yeah, kid? How old is this guy? He's he's my age, 24. Okay, so he's still yeah, he's young. So young. So uh, I don't know if you show up in socks and okay, flip-flops. hold on. So. Tori, are you asking us if this was a date or if this was like a two no, people hanging even, out of well, the restaurant? I don't even think you've gotten to, bit, she hasn't gotten to the point yet. So oh, this but, just has me questioning where we are as girls. Like, what's our new move now? Because so then we are walking around and I was like, I'm starving. I'm starving. I didn't prepare. Did not really like get right into it. And so you didn't establish this is going to be lunch or dinner or coffee. You just said, I said lunch, but then I'm not going to be like, all right, like let's get let's, let's eat now. Because I also hate now. decision making. So that's like a little bit on my part. But I made that very clear with him. I was like, I don't do well with decision making. You could tell me we're watching ants cross the road, and I'm in. Mm, just let me know. So we're walking around, and I was like, oh, I feel so rude. Like I'm drinking my coffee. Like, is there something you wanted to eat or get while we're walking around or like stop somewhere? 
aka blood sugar drop in, you know? Um, and so he's like, oh yeah. So like we, we do another lap and then we get to creation. He's like, let's eat there. And I was like, one of my favorite spots. Perfect. And so we're chatting, like conversation was good. So come to the end, the tab. Yeah. So I bring out my card cause I will never be like, you're paying for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I always think it's mm-hmm. like a girl should always just at least offer like, Hey, right. you totally don't have to pay for this. But like also this was your idea, not mine. Right. And so I laid my card down, but I just kind of kept talking and made it really casual. And then he just pulled his car out and put it right on top of mine. And yeah. the waitress came and took it. And you know what? I wouldn't be that upset about it. And I'm really not that upset. I'm just confused. Cause I, first of mm-hmm. all, I've like, Every guy I've been with, it's always been like, that was nice of you, but like, absolutely not. But also he ordered a latte and I had water. So, uh, Dick, like, uh, paid so you for paid for this, this dude. Well, you guys didn't get Wait, food? You split a latte? Food. No, no, no. Oh, I ordered food, but then, then like he, he had like, you know, lattes are like six bucks here in LA. Yeah. So I'm like, no. Tori, the and more, on top of tip. The more you talk about it, the less it sounds like a date to me. I, I just, how? I don't get it then. No. I don't know. Hold on. I want to know why Dean doesn't think it's a date. He shows up in basketball shorts and flip flops. Okay. Not flip flops. Nikes. Oh, sneakers, whatever. Same diff. He hasn't uh, hung out with this girl in three years. They, he shows up in shorts. First time seeing her in three (laughs) years. He, you guys go get food and you go Dutch on the bill. Like, how are none of these signs? How how do how do you guys think it's anything other than not a how, friendship hangout? How did I, he? I, I I got lost too. How did he ask you on this date? Uh, okay. Or how did he ask you to hang out? So he was like, "Oh, like I'm back home. We'll have to like finally have the time to connect because like he's just never had time. You know, it's summer training right. and then into being drafted. You just so it sounds like he got little. fired from his job. He's a little bored. He wanted to kill some time on the day, but he didn't want to change out after his workout. What? No, no. Well, okay. Well, whether, okay. Whether this is a date or not, is it's this someone that you can envision having a life with? You know, like, would you want to I don't walk even want to think with- about that. I just want to know what is the girl move? I don't, I mean, I don't know if I, if I really see a future. It's been one time, like so, yeah, one, at, like two hours. Yeah. I just want to know, did I stiff arm him by paying being like friend zone? Or is this oh, what women are supposed question. to do? No. That's an interesting question, no. though. No. 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 Not at all. Hell you no. think that you did something wrong by paying for the damn bill? Excuse my language. But this she did nothing up. wrong, but did she send a message by putting out her credit card like this? Is she no. telling him this is not a date? No. No, I agree with Vanessa. No, no way. Absolutely no. not. No, because the fact it's is, 2019, like women can't pay for bills. If, if she if you wanted to pick up the entire tab, you could have picked up the entire tab and been, you know, gone to his place right after and like and, i mean it doesn't mean anything and the you did the right thing because any girl that offers i think is in the right because i i've been on a couple of dates obviously before ashley that i went on the date and the bill would come and they wouldn't even make a move now granted i'd always have my car ready to go but not even a like oh let me pay for a half and I'm like no of yeah. course so i've always anytime a girl was like hey let me pay for half that was always a good sign for me so the I like fact girl, that you had your credit card out is a positive thing you shouldn't look at it as here's the thing I, negative. I split checks all the time with my friends <laughs> yeah uh, right do you ask okay yeah. i i don't understand how you don't think this is a date so he hasn't seen her in three years he comes back home 
Tori's a very attractive woman. They're around the same age. They live near each other. Why would he not be like, hey, yeah, I I, I thought you were really cool. Are You're you, very nice. Are you asking me why this guy might not be interested in Tori? Because I don't have the answer to that. We have to get the guy in here to answer he that question. He is interested in Tori. Why bother spending time with someone of the, if you're not? Am I right. interested in dating any of you guys in the studio right now? Clearly not. Why? Yeah, but it's why different. Have, he doesn't work with Tori. We work together. You guys are, it's baseless. You guys are saying, why have any human interaction with someone if you don't plan on hooking up with them at some point? No, but why have an interaction with someone that after you- After three pre- years. After three years of knowing them and not really getting close with them, and then obviously, fine, then fine. Because it's so, st- it's just like, I hate you, Dean. Did he make a, did he make a, a physical move on you at any point on the date? No, but when so we- So why does it have to be a physical move? Because that would be indicative of his intentions. Or maybe his intentions was to get to know Tori and and get to know her intellectually, emotionally, and figure out if this is warranting a second date. Jared's right. No, he's you guys are delusional. No, Jared's right. How are we delusional? Because if he actually wanted to do that, he wouldn't have shown up wearing what he was wearing. He would have had a plan Just it's 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 a guy being oblivious, one, but also guys are so I've asked this girl out, oh no, I've 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 made myself vulnerable for half a second. I need to counterbalance that by showing up looking like a bum and yeah. and splitting the bill with no. her. It's like or, weird. No. Like I don't want yeah. her to think I'm into her. I'm scared now. No. I think that's a big factor, but I think specifically with this guy, played college football, got drafted in the right. NFL. He's probably pretty used to showing up dressed up however he can get like gym shorts, t-shirt, doesn't matter. And the girl always still wants to get with him because he plays football and he got drafted in the NFL. Yeah. No. I'm not saying Here's he's the thing. This guy, it, this but... guy got drafted in the NFL, played for the Browns for three years. Even the Browns have league minimums in effect. He made at least $400,000 over three years. $1.2 million. Toward and he's, he's my age, so he just graduated and you're was telling, drafted. You're telling me this dude can't spring for a $50 meal at creation? That's my whole point. That's he my spent point. all of his money. That is my point because he can very assuredly afford the meal and would have if he was on a date with her. But the fact that he was not on a date with her, he's not going to be buying all his friends food every single time they go out. But it was his idea. He's the one who texted Tori saying, hey, I'd like to hang out with you. So the idea that Tori paid yes. for his latte after he's made... <laughs> A pretty penny, probably, from even his rookie season in the NFL. Come on. That's the one thing that I have against my argument is the fact that if you're the one instigating the date, you should be the one paying for the meal. Again, I don't think it was a date. I think that if you if you if you if you were to text me, if Jared were to text, if Jared were to text me and be like, hey, man, haven't guy and a guy. Can I please finish? What's wrong with guy and guy? There's nothing. But if I was a gay man, then of course you might you might be on a date with me. If you two were gay, then obviously he'd be thinking, oh, I think we're going on a date. It's different. It's different. If Tori texted me and said, hey, let's meet up for lunch real quick. I would be like, okay, let's do it. Because you work with Tori. It could be a professional lunch. There's a million. And I would argue that it would be a little awkward. Why? If Tori asked, hey, Dean, I want to get lunch with you one on one. You would be like, wait a minute. Is this a date? No, I for Is one know that she would never ask me on a date. <laughs> I'm just, has she ever asked you to lunch one-on-one? Uh, no. Hmm. Why haven't you asked me uh, to lunch <laughs> Because one-on-one? maybe she doesn't want Because I don't want to pay for your latte. I just hate she that doesn't want to There's always the expectation that if a guy and a girl are hanging out, that there is something more than just a f- potential friendship. Tori, for instance, went to lunch with one of my really good girlfriends the other day, who I get food with very... A couple times a month just to talk and catch up and hang out with her because I like talking to her and but you're, out with But you're her. really good friends with her. Yes. There's a difference between going, being good friends with someone from the opposite sex and asking them out to lunch because there's a rapport there and then asking someone out on the opposite sex that you're attracted to for the first time. Dude, no, not at all. <laughs> Who is the, how, Wait, can how I did, just say she paid for me? 
Well, she's Lisa Blanks. A, uh, she's what the best. a sweetie. She's absolutely the best. She pays for me sometimes too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the point is, all great friendships have to start somewhere, right? Yes. So maybe he wants to go out with Tori to get to know her better, to be in a friendship with her. Oh, please. You're... After three years? No, they yeah. could have built a friendship after. No, I guess my question is, no, what would I you do in this, this case? My... Would you text him and ask if it was a date or you don't go like, did you text friends, him? Female friends. I hate this. So you guys are literally making my blood boil. You are here <laughs> representing the typical oh commitment God. phobic male it's that you are. It's not commitment phobia. Yes, you are. That's what this is. <laughs> it's called call being Can a human being that, that sometimes Wait, enjoys hanging it. out with other human beings. There is no commitment. I am commitment phobic, but yes. that's not this in action it right is. now. No, it's not. And it's you. And it's honestly the majority of 20 Mark, something men. No offense. You're married. You got to sit the fuck out of this Fair conversation. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Jeez. So, have you ever inadvertently <laughs> been accused of leading someone on and you really have no idea where it's coming from? Yes. Do you think maybe this could be an example of that? No. <laughs> no. Good one, Jared. Like, you're like, how did you get from there to there? Like, what were your thoughts? And you're like, well, you asked me out on, on lunch one on one. That's you, the difference. I don't ask people to hang out with me. They're always the ones asking me to hang out. With that's me. a fair point, actually. <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. But if. So I don't know. I, I think if, if this guy is texting Tori specifically to hang out one-on-one where it's a guy that she's known for a little while but never have formed a friendship with, um, I, I, I would have taken that as a date. And if honestly, if I was the guy asking her, I would want her to take it as a date it because a date. it would be worse if she thought we were just hanging out as friends and I thought it was a date. How do you? Oh, no, okay. Because there was you, like a girl. There was a girl when I used to uh, bartend. There was a, a girl that I thought was super cute. Really like. She used to come in all the time. What like every time she come in, she come with her family and be like, "Oh, hey, what's up? Like, how's things?" Blah blah blah. Never had the balls to ask her out. Finally, one day I did, and the idea. She said yes. We went on a date. Obviously, it didn't work out. But the thought of me asking, like, finally you know, asking her to, Hey, let's hang out. Let's go on lunch. I didn't specifically say, Hey, let's go on a date. I said, Hey, let's grab a drink sometime. She's like, yeah, sure. Great. Now, granted we had like this weird rapport because I had known her, but it wasn't a one-on-one setting. And I, when I asked for a drink, I was like, okay, here we go. This is going to be kind of a date. She took it the same way, but in my head, if she took it the other way, thinking, oh, this is just a friend hangout, that would crush me, and I would never ask anybody to hang out one-on-one again. So every time I hang out with someone now, I have to specify beforehand, hey, just so you know, not a date. I would hope that you would have the common sense to differentiate between someone you're hanging out with as a friend and someone you're hanging out with who might potentially see this as a future relationship, <sighs> which I have faith you do. If you're saying that, it's <laughs> if, if you're, I think you let off that conversation or that point by saying that it's, you don't need to specify if it's a date because it's implied. Yes. I think that's such bull. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather specify that it's a friend date? So what am I supposed to do then? If I want to hang out with someone that I'm just starting to get to know, we're all adults at this point in our lives, mid, late, early 20s, 30s, 40s. It doesn't matter at this point. Of course. Are you supposed to then say before every single time you meet someone new to hang out with them, be like, hey, just to be clear, not a date. If it's, just want to be friends, just want to hang out with you. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. If it's if it's the sex that you're attracted to, for example, if it's you asking a girl out for the first time, just even get to lunch. Like you met her out at a bar. You're, hold on, your friends were all hanging out. And you're like, wow, you seem really cool. Let's hang out sometime. 
Yes, you have to assume she's gonna that she's going to think, oh, wow, 100%. he's asking me out the on a date. Let me tell that. you about a little tactic I've adopted in the past. I don't use it so much anymore. But if there was a girl that I wanted to date, a girl that I was really interested in, I would go out of my way to make sure it was clear to her that we were hanging out as friends. My point why? exactly. Good. The date is implied. That's why. So you had to do your due diligence to make sure she knew we were just hanging out as friends. Right, but with my intention to move it past being friends. Well, what the hell was the point of that then? I'm Dean, not you're gonna... so complicated. <laughs> not... Why would you want to? Why would you want to make her think she's in the friend zone, and then she's gonna put you in the friend zone, and then you're gonna want to try to date her, and it's gonna make things so complicated. I'm not gonna give an exact number on this, but I would say the success rate of this tactic is in the high eighty percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And are you still, are you single? Are you single right now? By choice. The point that I'm making <laughs> is. I don't know. I don't even know what the point is I'm trying to make anymore. I think that it was a friend thing, a friend hangout. And I think that it's weird that you guys are asking someone to define something at any point where it's like, hey, just so you know, we're just friends. Just so you know, this is a date. Or just so you know, I had cereal this morning. (laughs) I'm just saying that there is just, it doesn't, it's not, it's not authentic, normal human interaction. It's like, pick up on the vibe. How did the vibe, how was the vibe of the day? Was he flirtatious? Did he tell you how beautiful you look? Did he say he missed you? Did you hold hands? Did you hold hands? Did you guys hug? Was there a kiss? Like, these are all things that we don't... But no one holds hands on the first date. Just that, but were there any signs from him of romantic intention? So Anything. when we were walking after lunch back to his car, I was like, because it was like he, he was at the end of like one side of the loop. I was like, okay, like so good seeing you. Like you'll definitely want to hop on the road before traffic starts to build up. So then I was like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, well, let's just go one more loop. So they go one more loop. And then he like threw out this like one thing, like kind of laughing. Like he was super sarcastic and was like, oh yeah, I'm just trying to impress you and like things like that. And then he texted me being it's like, it's a date. It's a date. I Hondo P. But then I paid for yeah. so weird. Wait, finish. You said you texted him? <clears throat> no. And then he texted me being like, that was so fun. Like I'm here until the end of July. Like, please let me know next time you're free. And like, he's in Idaho right now. And he's like, I'll text you when I get back. But I, I just, I don't really know. Like, am I supposed to do follow-up questions then? Being like, hey, you did this, this, and this. So was that a date? Or no, like if somebody talks no. to you, I feel like I should nah. always assume it's kind of going to be something What When you guys talked, did you guys talk about past relationships or your current state of dating in Los Angeles? We talked a lot about family. I got to be honest, just from her saying yes, I would have assumed that she was single. Because if she had a boyfriend and some dude came back into town and said, hey, let's grab lunch, and she said yes... Single, but they're friends. You guys said you said you've talked. You like uh, have known him for three years. When I say no, I just mean I know. Do you follow each other on Instagram? Yeah, I think that's honestly why we've been able to kind of keep in like touch. Is like, hey, if we're judging the level of friendships between people by whether they follow each other, (laughs) if they didn't follow each other, then I would know without a doubt that they wouldn't be that good of friends. And I would almost think that it was more of a date. (laughs) But I would also say just by following somebody doesn't mean that I agree. Does he reply to your stories often? You don't really post many stories. No. Do you reply to his stories ever? No. So it's just the FaceTimes randomly. It's just like really random. Like his sister went to UCLA and would be like, hey, like a couple times a year. Maybe. Oh, okay. Like once a year. You guys are friends. There's nothing more to it. Mm, I think you got to see what happens next, but you got to let him text you. This was a date. Well, he did. One hundo. Sorry for saying yeah, what he did. <laughs> do I need to follow up next time? Like, no. Is this a date this time? Well, do you, you like him? That's what Dean's saying is I need to be able to clarify Do you like him? 
Would you date him? Do you want it to be a date? You don't even know. So uh, yeah. Oh. So it, yeah. No. What the yeah. hell? Are we even I think it's also about? like no, but it's like also wants it to be a date. Then nah. no, it's like it's also hard to like be excited over something because then you're just like I kind of want to like put my guard up, being like I don't know what's happening. Exactly. You want to put you your guard mean? up it's because like, you have guys out there to be like, hey, we were just friends. <laughs> it's fine. Here's. The- that, but that's a guy thing. I really like this girl. I'm going to ask her out. She just wants to be friends. That wasn't a date. I don't want to ask you out. It's, it's a, defense a defense mechanism. mechanism. That's why I have this mustache. If I'm interested in a girl and she says no, it's because of the mustache. It's not because of me. You can always throw that excuse out. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stash. It's not me. Uh, well, that was awesome, Tori. Thank you for sharing a no, piece of a your... Just a quick question, not, though. We're not done yet. We, we Latrell are? Mitchell is here, so yeah. we should be done soon. I just have one quick question. I have a date on Friday. Do I offer to pay? How do you know it's a date? Yes. He did. Was... Let's let's A B test this. You, Gosh, that's offer, true. Don't offer to pay. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're, we could do. If we're you want to not offer to pay, how do I know anything is a date from here on out? You're no, not supposed implied. to. That's part of the fun. Is you're not supposed oh, to know. I will go. say no, first. No. I will say first impression of you hanging out with a guy on Friday. I would assume dinner. That's more datey than going to Abbott during the day, walking around with a guy in gym shorts on a Saturday. But that was her on choice. Her Saturday. choice was the Abbott candy. Yeah. That was your choice. He picked it. You could have picked dinner though. Totally. Totally, but I didn't. I had to go Father's Day. Maybe if you picked dinner, he would have shown up in like more nice attire. I would hope. I, oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't think so. With flowers. I don't know, Tori. You're a complicated human. That's at the end oh, of the day. She's not. You are. Yeah. You. you are the complicated at human. At the end of the day, we're all complicated humans. You are a defense more, mechanism with a mustache. <laughs> the more boxes we try to put our experiences in and the people we meet in, the less successful we're going to be. Just be fluid. Like Figure it out as you're going. If he starts flirting with you, maybe flirt back. If you don't like it anymore, don't flirt back. And if you don't like it anymore and he's still making advances, then be clear and direct and say, hey, we're just friends. Hey, you want to know what that's called? A date. So, anyway, moving forward, so it's, we have a it's great guest coming before up. Before Latriel gets here, I think we can all agree on one thing, okay. and that is that it wasn't a date. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. You're out of your No. Well, before Latriel comes in, we're going to take a little break. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. 
he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. My two top favorite things in life both start with the letter S, spaghetti and sleep. So maybe you've considered buying yourself a sleep number bed, but you probably thought, eh, I can't really afford one. But could you really afford to be tossing and turning in your old mattress, compromising on your sleep? I knew I couldn't, and that's why I had to get myself one. And right now, there's never been a better time to save on proven quality sleep it's the lowest prices of the season right now at your nearest sleep number store. You need to feel the difference. I definitely have been feeling a lot more um, refreshed when I wake up in the morning because I've been getting quality sleep. And so many couples disagree on mattress firmness. So sleep number 360 smart beds let you choose your ideal firmness on each side so it's just right for the both of you. I found my best sleep number, which is between 50 and 55. The Sleep Number 360 smart beds are so smart, they sense your every move and automatically adjust to you, keeping you sleeping comfortably throughout the entire night. Sleep Number has been ranked number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power. For 2018 award information, visit jdpower.com. Come in during the lowest prices, so make sure to go to your nearest Sleep Number store where a Queen Sleep Number 360 C Four smart bed is now only $1,299. Save $400 only for a limited time. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. That's 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest you at sleepnumber.com slash Dean. So again, to find the nearest Sleep Number store next to you, that's sleepnumber.com slash D-E-A-N. You guys are easy on the eyes, hey? I was looking for the same thing about that. That's cool for radio, man. I'm like, whoa. I mean... 
Hey. In this case, radio kills the TV star. Which I is know. Cool. I'm like, why are you on radio? It's not like you have <laughs> well, a face for radio. It's nice because Easton always tells us we have a face for radio. So it's wow, really nice Easton. having someone come in and be positive. I think yeah. there's a hater in the building. They disgust me. <laughs> um, here we go then. Well, in studio, we have one of the new trainers from Revenge Body with Khloe Kardashian, which premieres on July 7th on E! Latriel Mitchell joining hey. us. Hey, what yeah. is it? Hello, 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 hello. Now, Latriel, you asked if we, you told me when I met you, you were like, hey, my name's La. Yeah. Fa la 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 la. La 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 Or like la la land. La la land, whatever. All that good stuff. Yeah, it makes it way easier. I called Dean D. What up, D? What up, D? You want what's funny and off topic of the podcast entirely? I actually don't call him D, but now I'm going to start. When I played football in high school, I was like a freshman, and our coach would always be like, get out there, D, like talking about the defense. And every time I was like, I'm not prepared to go out there right now. <laughs> and I always hesitate to go. And I was like, wait, no, it's like, not me. Wait, not is me. it me? No, yeah. not you. Uh, That's hilarious. So, so like I just said, you are one of the trainers on Khloe Kardashian's show, Revenge Body. Yes. Which is in season three now. We're in season three. All three seasons have been mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And I think people kind of get wrapped up in the word revenge. It's yeah. not really about revenge because the journey mm-hmm. of each individual is definitely... Um, they grow a lot mm-hmm. inside and out. And then at the end of it, they realize it's not really about me getting back at this person or showing this person I can do that. It's more about self-love and loving yourself and what you can do for you. Yeah, well, the best revenge is living your best life. That's right. Or, you know, best revenge is sort of cold. You know, yeah, either one, one really. of those. Any one of those. You know. I have a question for you. Can I go on the show Revenge Body without uh, having, like, someone that I want to get revenge? I just want to get in shape, basically, is what it is. Yeah, so pretty much, um, like... But there has to be someone, like, one of your boys when you're in a bar. I'm like, dude, you suck. Sh- not yet. What if like, I just... Dude, you is, suck. What if who I'm is just, that? Yeah. So there we so go. There so now you, go. Now you can go on the show. What if Jared said I suck? And then that's it. you don't work out and... What if I'm just standing in front of the mirror shirtless? Like, dude, you suck. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Myself, you know? Yeah, you. I mean, you can say I beat up on myself. I want to get revenge on myself. I mean, I'm sure that's. The, if, like, yeah, if it I hasn't mean, been done yet, it should. Then be Then you should bring it. Okay. Bring it. So I'd love to see. Tell that. us about the show. Then three seasons must be doing well. Three seasons, it's doing extremely well. Um, usually, I have a lot of drama every season. This is going to be my my episodes this year will be. What kind of drama do you bring? Tear jerking. Um, you know. I don't. I don't bring drama. So let's get that. Clear. Yeah, the drama is brought to you. That's and, you and then I just handle it. and I handle it. I will say the way that you said it made me think that you were the one bringing the drama. No, I got no. for a second. Uh, no, I am a girl from the Bronx, down. though. I, you know, I shut it down in a heartbeat. Don't let the New Yorker come out of me. I kinda <laughs> yeah, no, you cool. definitely have a presence that you, you're just a badass. You don't, yeah, don't, you don't take people don't really mess with me that much. No. I've noticed it's hard for me. It's hard for me to be friends with people from New York. I've started to know why because I just don't. I'm much more laid back. Once again, I apologize to our New York <laughs> listeners. Dean does not re- represent the podcast as one a of, whole. One of my really good friends is from the Bronx or from Brooklyn or something like that. See, don't confuse it. Just because they're two Bs. Like, you need to make that clear. They're so the Brooklyn B- or the Bronx. They're not just two Bs, Law. They're two BROs. <laughs> so there's a lot more than just one letter they have in common. Yes. <laughs> three. Right. It's, but but she, she's got her stern New Yorkness to her. And I just have my, like, blase, don't care about anything LA attitude. And there's a lot of contention with that. And I get stressed out. Sometimes she talks and I like feel myself getting anxious. Because we're like, you know, fast talkers, everything like yeah. yesterday. And it's great. I walk fast. I do everything. And I, I when I when I sit at a light and I look at people, I say, do people in California have any sense of urgency? Because they're like strolling across <laughs> nope. the street, flip flops on. And I'm like, I, like I really want to make mentality. 
yeah, I think it is. Cause I was like, can I just make this right turn? Cause you are cruising yeah. across the street. It's definitely yeah. a Los Angeles mindset because even like setting up meetings anytime we're like, Hey, yeah, let's meet. It's like, yeah, what are you doing? Uh, in September. And it's like, no, 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 no. What about this, this Tuesday? Tuesday. <laughs> this Tuesday, I want to meet up. Let's do this. Let's get it going. You can just do what I do and agree and then not show up. Or I can Ooh. do the opposite See, and, and just show up without a, any type that's of That's a flaky. That's flaky. That's I'm, slim I'm shady. I'm pretty flaky, I'll yeah. be honest. See? Is yeah. that a California thing? Because I don't want to put it out it there. Started, like it started ever since I moved to California, I guess. I was like, yeah, people out here can get flaky. Oh, we're going to get together. I'm like, great. Dean yeah. has this and unbelievable ability to completely flake on someone. And then the next time you see him, all he does is smile. And you're like, all right, <laughs> you're smile. forgiven. Get over here. Uh, yeah, hopefully I don't flake on the wedding, huh? Oh. Well, that would be unforgivable. Yeah, you're That'd right. be, then, now, you, then she'll the be on Revenge Body. Right. And uh, be yeah. like, I'm getting revenge on this idiot that left me at the altar. <laughs> Ashley and I will be on Revenge Body. Yes, oh, what are you guys yes. doing here? Dean didn't show up at the wedding. We're getting yeah, the Revenge Body. Yeah, let's get Revenge Body on him. Anyway, Law, tell us more about uh, Revenge Body with Chloe because you said there, you're going to be involved in tear drinking drama this season. Yeah, for the first time for, you know, I mean, I think every episode brings a little bit of tears because you learn to love these people as they and you watch them go through their journey. And at the end of it, when they achieve their goal, there, there's something really cool about that, you know? Well, what is it about a breakup that makes someone want to look better or like want to? Well, here's my, I'm going to give you, up? I'm going to give you my theory on it. And then Please. I'm going to come back to, you know, You're the other people. I think here's the problem in relationships, what people do. So people get very comfortable in relationships, yeah. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's donuts and cookies and ice cream and Netflix and da, da, and then 10 pounds Yum. then 20 pounds then 50 pounds. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the person yeah. that you met who was like hottie patati and had abs, you're like, Oh babe, what happened to your abs? Yeah. Now it's a little, you know, <laughs> little Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy thing going, right? So then, then what happens? You start looking at the hotter chick who's out there and then you're like, so I think for people, they need to, number one, keep yourself first, always keep your health first mm -hmm. and keep that on track. So you don't lose that. So you don't have to ever have revenge because I personally love to stay in shape for the person that I'm with. Right. Like, you know, you want to look good naked and if what, and feel good, whatever that is to you, it just has, you know, whatever that looks like in your head, whatever, when you look in the mirror, if you feel good about it, great was fitness something always part of your life because i worked out for a solid five years maybe like five days a week and then after i got off the show i don't know about you guys but after the bachelor it's been two years now that i'm like ah, i'll work out thank god for muscle memory but i'll work out maybe once a week every month oh. and um, it's so hard <laughs> to get back in. yeah and it's so hard to get back into it because i'm like once you stop yeah where do you find that motivation again and now i'm in a relationship and it's oh, like very so comfortable. You're, yeah, Netflix oh, and chill. I got, like, huh? light everywhere, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I think people find so their motivation. I think, I mean, in a relationship, you would hope if fitness is important to you, the person that you're with is into it. That's motivating. Mm -hmm. um, another piece of it is find something that you like to do, whether it's boxing or yoga or Pilates, whatever that is, and commit to that two to three times a week. I think what happens when people stop working out, they get into this space of, oh, I was doing it five times a week, so I'm coming back five times a week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like ease yourself into it. So schedule it in your calendar. I am committing mm -hmm. to this three times a week on these days. And as you get your mojo back, then you start to go in. But I think you go in too hard 
you know, we're in this society of everyone wants everything now and yeah. instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. And it doesn't work that way. Everything takes time. All right. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, what's your advice for someone who's been going to the gym for like two to three weeks and isn't seeing results and is really be feeling patient. deflated? Yeah. Be patient. I mean, whatever you're trying to change, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. It didn't happen in two to three weeks. My- so if you're trying to get a six pack, and you had one two years ago and haven't seen it in two years, you're not going to get it in three weeks because all of a sudden you woke up and said, oh, my God, I want my abs back. Right. It, it just doesn't mm-hmm. I notice when I start going to the gym again, I'll like say I took like a couple, like three or four months off and I go back to the gym and then I'll like the first workout. I'm like, all right, OK, I'm, I'm just easing back into it. I'll do half of a workout today. And then like mm-hmm. three months from then, I'll be like, oh, I'm still just easing back into it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, get, I always make you've that been mis- you've been like easing it. for too long. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll just take it easy today. I'm just easing back into you it. Ease, so okay. ease, ease in the first week and yeah. then then repeat that program and then up whatever your weights or whatever you're doing. I, I do love your uh, suggestion for people to do things that they find interesting. Cause like the, the older I get, the more that I realize that I'm just not really a gym guy. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't hate it per se, but especially as it pertains to cardio, I don't run, I don't like ride stationary, anything like that. Yeah. But I love to like hike and I love to like, if I go golfing, I'll walk 18. I think that's good exercise. Yeah. Um, well, that, you're a Cali boy, right? So outdoor. Surfing, yeah. yeah. So outdoor, you look like you surf. Yeah. I try to, I'm not very good at <laughs> was that it. Was that sorry? Like you look like, you know, back in New York, I'd watch Baywatch and these things and he looks like one of those guys who would have oh, running down, running down with I, the surfboard <laughs> under his arm. That's very kind. Thank you so much. Also, what I've been doing a lot of is just, because a lot of the stuff, like as it pertains to your six pack, I think a lot of people equate mostly their stomach to their health, right? Like if you have a skinny stomach, you're doing well. If you have a little bit of chub on your my, stomach, my ass. your ass. Well, I'm hold on, clarify butt, that. No, well, no. If I'm getting a flatter butt, it's like I got to start squatting. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I, you're, I, you're doing I, fine in that department. I was, I was, I was with you. The guys were on another level. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm really into food uh, yeah. as well. That's a huge part of it. And gut health is super important. And when you're stressed out and your cortisol levels are high, then you tend to hold fat in that area and nothing is healthy about that. So a big gut can represent a whole lot of other things other than you just being overweight. What about my, so this is my mindset to offset cardio because I don't do, like I said, I don't do cardio. I used to play a lot of basketball. I don't play basketball quite as much anymore. So what I do is I just try to limit my caloric intake and make sure that my calories being burned. I always say trying is lying. Okay. So either try, you're going to do or you're not going to do. So what are you committed to? What's the, uh, there's a Star Wars quote. <laughs> it's Yoda. It's Yoda. Do or do not. There is, is no a, try. There is no try. Right. Actually, I was going on the opposite side of that. I was going, Eason knows what I'm talking I was about. going dark side. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> I think it was like Lord Dugas or something who said only. Lord Dugas? <laughs> I made that who name up. Lord? this guy? I made that name up. I made that name up. <laughs> who is Lord Dugas? I know the quote. Yeah, I don't that. know the guy that said it is the okay. point I'm trying to What's make. What's the quote? And it said that only Sith deal in absolutes okay so when that Loss, would be obi-wan kenobi when loss <laughs> when loss says <laughs> when loss says trying is I'm, lying i'm turning jared's mic off over here <laughs> when loss says trying is lying what that makes me think of is that when la Dung- dungle says that only sith deal in absolute and i'm just saying i'm no sith over here okay I'm so lost. <laughs> I, I, I to differ. That whole thing just went over my head. I don't I know. No like I have no idea what you're talking about. So but, I'm curious about what you said with stress in your stomach. You mm-hmm. hold stress in your stomach? Yeah, most of the time people, cortisol. So cortisol mm-hmm. is a, um, when you get stressed out, it's something that your body produces um, and it 
sits around usually in the gut area. Hmm. So, so like below the belly button. Yep. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. It sits. That's crazy. I I'm just I it blew my mind. I have no words. So well, you were like, saying that you're really into nutrition as well, right? So yes. is it, what's the percentage? Is it 80% nutrition, 20% fitness? Is it 50-50? Cause I, I mean, not, I mean, I'm eating healthier, <laughs> but I'm not working out and I'm, my body's still not changing. So I'm like, I guess I need to do both. So here's the thing. You said you're eating healthier. So yeah. you're probably not eating healthy. So I don't know what oh, it was eat, before. Oh, I'm Italian. So, I was eating pasta three days, yeah. three times a day. Oh, and now it's like I'm gluten free. I'm vegetarian. Um, but see the thing with eating. the thing with vegan and vegetarians, they tend they don't understand that the first three letters start with V E G. So you should be eating a whole lot of vegetables. So most vegan and vegetarians, you ever see someone like I'm vegan and they're overweight or they're vegetarian yeah. and they're overweight because yeah, they're carving up, eating a lot of potatoes, leading all the things to take them away from meat, but not really focused on the phytonutrients that you get from vegetables. So if that is your course and also you're probably taking in a lot of soy and soy has a tendency to help with weight gain and your body doesn't process it a certain way. So, um, when you eliminate meat and things like that, you have to be really aware of where you're getting your protein sources from and how mm-hmm. and how they um, kind of once they're in your body. Like I don't do beans a lot. So if I decide to not eat meat and I'm eating beans a lot and my body's like, oh, no, I clear, <laughs> I clear this whole place out. My body's like, hell to the no, 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 no. <laughs> Take a visual. I mean, that's I fair, mean it's yeah. a visual. I mean, I didn't have any beans before coming here because oh, we're in a, in a little studio we and I wanted to keep it. it, you know, I wanted to make sure you invite me back one day. Oh, well, we would love to have you. Season, <laughs> when season four goes up. Yeah, when season four goes, goes back, I'll Just make no, sure. I, we'll put a sign up. No, no beans. beans. <laughs> no beans allowed in this studio. Um, and so at what age do you does it like start getting harder to uh, just wake up, start working out, eat healthy and get ripped in, in, in a month? Well, I mean, a lot of the people on the show are in their 20s. So I think now with uh, with the lifestyle with, you know, I didn't have all the things that these kids had coming up like phones. Let's start with that. Like I would wait until I got home to hear a voicemail. Right. Yeah. So I know these kids look at me like I have two heads. They're like, you would go eight hours without a phone. I'm like, (laughs) yes, I would walk every place. I would be out. I had to entertain myself someplace other than on a phone so kids mm-hmm. are now unhealthier at a much younger age so i it's really hard to put a number on that because mm-hmm. i know tons of kids in their 20s who are you know b- basically obese at this point right and is that what you typically see on the show more dramatic body transformations or like hopeful ones where it's not it's going to be less people who are like maybe slightly overweight but more that are uh <laughs> Um, we get a combination of everything yeah. on the show. Okay. You know, it just depends. There there are eight of us on the show. So everyone has had different experiences and different people. Like one of the young ladies I had last season, you know, she was overweight since high school and then I got her. Mm-hmm. So that's someone who's pretty much only known being overweight and right. her and her journey mm-hmm. has been a really, really long one. But at what point does that become genetic or hereditary? Are you always able to fight it or is it something? Well, yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, I come from a black family and you, know, you see some of my aunts, they they get it in and yeah. they live in the South and they're like, mm-hmm. you're not going to have them with that fried catfish and these collard grams. <laughs> yeah. Nope, I don't want any of that. And, you know, so, I mean, I think anyone is predisposed to be overweight 
you know, depending on your family genetics and where you come from, you just have to make better choices. Dean asked the question, can you reverse your genes? Like if I'm someone that, I don't know, can I reverse my genes when I have a kid, they're going to have like healthier genes by the time I'm ready to conceive? No, I don't think there's a thing of reversing genes. I think if there are certain things that you are um, genetically predisposed to that you can prevent it by living a healthier lifestyle. Well, there's okay. So that's why they have, you know, 23 and me and all these different testing that they have. So, you know what you are genetically predisposed to. But mm-hmm. if you do this and that, you can, you know, kind of beat genetics in a way. I feel like it's hard to know what's good for you and what's bad for you in today's world. Because I've seen, like, for example, I've heard that salads are good for you. But now I'm hearing there's a lot of calories. And then I remember somebody was like, no, fruit. Like I was eating an apple and they're like, yeah, that's not good for you. I was like, an apple? They're like, yeah, there's a lot of sugar in an apple. Well, okay. And it's like, so well, what is good for me? Every snow, whoever sold you salads aren't good for you. That's a lie. So iceberg lettuce have zero nutritional value. So if you're going to mm-hmm. eat lettuce, you want to make sure you're eating, you know, arugula, spinach, like different things like that. Things that are green and leafy. Um, salads lose their nutritional value when people drench them with ranch and and dressings that are full of dairy and milk. So that healthy salad that you once had, once you throw a bunch of crap on it. Yeah. I had lettuce, but I really had, you know, 500 calories in dressing and whatever else you threw on the salad. So what's the best dressing like for health oil oil and vinegar, oil and vinegar, oil and vinegar, olive oil, or just squeeze fresh lemon Lemon. into olive oil with some cracked pepper. Delicious. Hmm. Interesting. Good to know. Yeah. What's up? Oh, I was thinking, oh, what's you, going on? You look like you... About to I, thought, I know. <laughs> Dean was like fixing his chair. That's why there was, was like, a pause damn, there. I was like, damn, like what's going on? And I thought you were going to ask something very, very monumental. Yeah, like it was coming. Silence. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I got a text from a pretty girl and I was just like, oh, I, got, I got excited. Oh, wow. Kind of what's her name? I'm trying to get that revenge bomb I know. Now. I was like, what? Well, I my... should be all the pretty girl you need right now, baby. <laughs> Focus. Focus. Eyes here. Eyes here. You know when you see someone's name pop up on your phone, you just kind of like smile on the inside a little oh. bit. Oh! Who is it? You, I want to know. This guy's the name guy. He tries to get names out of every exactly. guest. Here we go. Who's texting you? Jared, have, get out of here. We don't want to. We don't want to get break up lost. Are you or, the one who you know sucks at dating? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all. Everybody sucks at dating at no, some I point. You know, everybody it. sucks a little bit at dating. But my question is for Vanessa and Dean. You guys. So, what part of your body? do you not like the most and what part do you like the most? Mm. Like what part would you want to go in the gym right now and change? And then what I, part do you um, feel more confident? In? I mean, I like my, my, my bubble butt. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of cellulite, but I love it. Um, it's a good butt. And yeah, it's for good me, butt. I've never, I'm, I've always been someone that's been very toned. I've toned arms. I was a gymnast. So, but for some reason I never had abs. I have a flat stomach when I don't eat, but the minute I put something in my stomach, it just like, if I put gluten or if I put, I eat a lot of vegetables, I just bloat so badly. And I remember once I got a pair of jeans, I'm like, oh my God, these fit so well, but I bought them when I was really bloated. And then the next morning I tried them on and there were two sizes too big. So Mm. it's, yeah, my stomach. Have you ever had food allergy testing? Oh yeah. I haven't. You should that. Because you shouldn't get bloated when you, Yeah, that's huge like to, so I'm allergic to yeah to you're allergic to something that you're eating because there's no way that you should be able to buy a pair of jeans one day and the next day yeah, yeah that's 
Um, for me, I'm pretty fortunate, I think, because I can... S- it's funny how we were talking about how not seeing um, <laughs> results quickly. I'm pretty fortunate for some weird reason I do see results quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go... To, that's kind of actually my shortcoming is where I'll go to the gym hard for like two or three weeks, like start feeling and looking good. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I can take two more months off. You know what I mean? Um, my arms... Now that's genetic. <laughs> yeah, fortunate genetic. Good genetic. <laughs> on the good side that's of the gene good pool. genetic. Yeah. Um, my arms, I rather like the way my arms look when I work out consistently, my arms and shoulders. But same with Vanessa is you see people with like those cut washboard abs. Um, and I've always been like, damn, I've, I can never get those. And I attribute that to like my uh, my uh, going out like once or twice a week with my friends and drinking alcohol. Obviously, mm. it's pretty bad for it. Mm-hmm. My diet's never really the best. Like I've done uh, I've done some specific diets for months at a time and things got better. But I've never actually fully eliminated all of the things in my life that cause things like belly fat to build up. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of been curious about like what would happen if I did that. But on the on the other side of it, I'm like, I'm pretty happy with the way that my body looks while eating the things that I want for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's the biggest thing. You have to be happy with yourself. Yeah. And if there's mm-hmm. something you're unhappy with, then you do what you need to do to change it. And if not, then you... I, I will say there's a direct tie between my anxiety and how often I'm I'm get, being active. So like let's say I haven't gone mm-hmm. to the gym for two or three months, and I can like almost feel my body like loosening up and like getting you know less appealing uh, to myself, <laughs> and I can literally feel my like my heart palpitating and like being like, what are you doing to yourself right now? Get it together, bud. And then I go to the you gym. You shame yourself into going to the into gym. Into the gym. And then I go to the I gym and the anxiety it. completely goes away. And then I, three months later, it comes back and I just, it's uh-huh. a very vicious cycle that I put myself in. Um, I well, you should continue to focus on the outdoor things you love and, yeah. you know, find a daily hike to do, yeah. meditate, yoga. Yeah. Like yoga that. is what I really want to get into. Yoga um, is amazing. I love yoga. Jared, what, what's yours? Uh, I think I feel more co- most confident in my my shoulder <laughs> arm area, similar to you, and then I feel least confident around my stomach because I I used to have six pack abs, and then even when I did have them though, there'd always be like this little layer around my waist of fat that I could just never seem to get rid of. Which it obviously came down to me not being a strict on a strict diet. Um, and so that's what I've been trying to work on for the past couple of months is really slim that down. One one thing I forgot to say too, sorry to take the subject off it's of you right, and put cool, it back whatever, on me. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had man boobs. And uh, I've always kind of wanted to get rid of them. No, you don't. Let I've me s- see. Pull up your shirt. That didn't. Yeah. But not what man, the hell not, are you talking about? I've not always man been pretty conscious about my man. Like, it's gotten better. I mean, when you shake it like that, that's a little extra. <laughs> but I, was a I kid, mean, that's not. When I was a kid, I would like walk by a glass pane and see my reflection. I would see my boobs sticking out a lot. It actually got bad to the point where I was falling asleep as a kid, like a 10 year old. I would put ice packs down on my bed and take my shirt off and lay down on my on my boobs. <laughs> To hope that it would make them smaller. <laughs> you were a very smart kid growing up. Learned a lot in school. Uh, yeah. Where did you get that theory I that might, that would work? I may have body dysmorphia. I don't know. Um, I don't know where the theory came from. I also had weird nipples. I got a really bad five oh. star and it made it swell. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to kill two birds with one stone. and I'm going to ice my nipples and my man boots. I hate my nipples too. They're, they're like quarters. It sucks. Mine are fine now. They've got, the fact they've that I'm talking better. to men about their yeah. nipples, this is really... But you do not have man boots, I mean, man. You, you have know a nice women chest. Look once they, they're pregnant Look, and I know, like birth. these dudes are talking yeah. about nipples and men. Okay. Yeah, see? 
That's like a he just he left. We, we really yeah, need to change the topic tech. right now. This is, well, anyway, let's, you need to leave let's this get alone. off your man boobs and your nipples, please. See, but see, that's what I'm saying. This is me not go, having been to a gym for six months, and it's not horrible, right? Like it's like it's manageable to the point where I'm like. Do I, I mean, the thing where I can't I mean, you have I to am. ask the woman that called you with that yeah. made you smile so hard. Do I have a text message? You see what she has to yeah. say about it. Take a picture of your boobs and say, "Hey, baby." Um, so, <laughs> What do you think about yeah, and if she what do you responds, think about these good. what do you think about these nips and then um, see what she says? So I wanted to ask you before you go, you <laughs> also train celebrities, including Michael Strahan, Alex Rodriguez, and Terry Cruz. So my question I love is Terry Cruz. Isn't he have amazing? You yeah. met Jennifer Lopez. I have not met J Lo. <sighs> Sorry. No, but that's pretty awesome. But train- I mean the thing is, I would like to say, you know, Jennifer Lopez and I are both Leos, we're both from the Bronx, we're about the same age. So I I mean it's some point yeah. we're gonna be besties, I think. Obviously, you're gonna go. I feel uh, Avi. You're gonna go to dinner with A Rod uh, yeah, and J Lo. You guys are gonna hit it off. We're gonna do. Yeah, it's you gonna both. be a beautiful thing. Yeah, Jenny from the block. Lala, Lala from the block. Lala from the block. Yeah, there we Jenny go. from the block. Lala from the block. Um, so Don't did be you, fooled by the rocks. Do you train them now, or did you train Strahan and Rodriguez while they were playing? No, I trained. Um, I still work with Michael now. A Alex, I was playing kind of in between when he was kind of on the fence with the Yankees and some stuff was going on. So mm-hmm. we worked together for a while and uh, Michael and Alex were kind of neighbors in the same neighborhood. So Wow, that's really cool. And Terry Crews, huh? Terry I mean, he is, is known for he, his physique. Yeah, he already has like... Terry is an amazing body. human being. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Um, and he works hard. But the mm-hmm. beauty of working with Terry, like I think what attracted him to me as his coach was... The fact that I didn't look at him and because people look at someone like Terry Crews and go, oh, my God, I'm just going to kill him and, you know, and give him all these weights because he's so Mm. ripped. And for me, I look at someone like that and I go, what are his imbalances? You know, Uh I know he's tight here. I know something's going on here. I know. So in the time that we worked together, you know, we eliminated knee pains and shoulder pains and all these different things and got him flexible and feeling good. So when he is in the gym lifting all those heavy weights, he does it properly. You know? Interesting. That I just wanted to ask you a quick question. When you said flexibility, there's this new thing called pliability, which I've only heard of because of um, Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what are your thoughts about God, that? I hate the you Patriots. Heard? Oh, oh get her out! I didn't know, but yeah, I'm a Giants girl. Oh, NYC. my fiance's a Giants girl. There we go. So I'm Rhode Island born and raised. So. And how are you a Patriots fan? Rhode Island, New England. Ugh. Rhode Island's one of the six states. Uh, <laughs> We're like 45 minutes south of Boston. Yeah, you're outside. Like you made a choice. No, no, you're there's out, no like choice. It's like, like you made a choice. Like you could have gone either way. No, no. Connecticut, like the lower half of Connecticut can go either way. I just Dean just mic shut off. off my mic. Anyway, the <laughs> point is, what are your thoughts about pliability? Because I've heard about that, and I'm very interested in it. Um, it's about like not even just building muscle, but stretching, stretching the muscle. Is it a? It seems like it's a. I don't know anything about it. Oh, okay. Um, because anything Tom Brady does, I don't care. No, I meant um, you talked about getting Terry in there and not so much building his muscle, but no, no, no. Like yeah, I know that, but I don't know about exactly what he's doing. Oh, okay, I didn't. So know. I, I, do know I can't give you educa- an educated I'm, answer on what Tom Brady is doing. While we're on the subject, I can tell you what Michael Strahan is doing. Oh, New York Giants, Giants in the building. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's retired. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Wow. I know. Haters going to hate. Oh, I know. I'm, uh, it's, it's sad. But um, but Revenge Body on E! Eastern Time. It is season three. and you can Season see three. Yes. Please tune in. It's going to be, it's an amazing ride. I think anyone who hasn't watched it, you will enjoy it. Totally. It's hosted by Chloe. It's so, now Chloe's gotten to a point where like, you don't even have to say her last name. Yeah. That's she's, pretty awesome. I mean, but, I mean, Chloe is Chloe. Yeah. She's pretty amazing. She's pretty badass. She's so, pretty badass. Um, and but, she's just as beautiful in person as she is on TV. Oh, so uh, Latriel, La. Yes. Uh, where can everybody find you on social media? Um, LatrielMitchell.com is my website. Mm-hmm. Everything else is the same. Twitter, Latriel Mitchell, um, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, well, we're very excited for Revenge Body. We can't wait to watch, and everybody should tune in. Once again, that is July 7th on E! Revenge Body Yay, with Chloe tune Kardashian. In. So happy to be here with you La, guys. Thank Thanks you so for much having me. Thank you, Take care. Ladies, you probably understand the struggles of wearing a very, very uncomfortable bra. No one likes that, especially when you're traveling or if you got to work out or, you know, if, even if you're just sitting down doing some work. So that's why I love Third Love. They use data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for the perfect fit and premium feel. Skip the trip. Find your fit with Third Love's online Fit Finder. You got to just do the quiz order it and then try it on at home no more awkward fitting room experiences where the woman comes in and measures you when you're half naked the fit finder quiz it's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete every customer has 60 days to wear it wash it and put it on to try it and test it and if you don't love it which i'm sure you will you get to return it and third love get this will wash it and donate it to a woman in need I love them. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. Like I said, you can wear it, wash it, try it on, and if you don't like it, you could bring it back. It's hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own. Straps that won't slip and tagless labels, no itching. I love my everyday lace t-shirt bra. I ordered it in navy and it makes me feel really cute and feminine, but it's also really, really comfortable. Third Love knows that the perfect bra needs to exist for everyone, so they make sure to create it for you. So right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. All you got to do is go to thirdlove.com slash V-A-N-E-S-S-A for Vanessa. Go to thirdlove.com slash Vanessa to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash V-A-N-E-S-S-A for 15% off today. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. 
Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, uh, that was Latriel, but now we are going to move into emails. Okay, this is from an anonymous emailer. This is a guy. I've been with my girlfriend now for two and a half years. I love her, and I can see myself marrying her one day. However, recently I went on a week-long camping trip with some old college friends, and I found myself being very attracted to one of them. On the last day while drinking, I ended up telling her that I found her incredibly hot and that she made me nervous. I noticed that night she was much more flirty than usual with me as well. It's been a week or so since, but I still find myself wondering about her. And what if we had hooked up on that trip? I don't want to break up with my girlfriend, but is this something I should tell her? I don't want a relationship with this other girl. I feel like I'm on a vegetarian diet and I just want a cheat day. Hmm. (laughs) So you want to start with it? Oh, well, my reaction was e ouch for I, I feel like two years is when you start really trying you start seeing what your relationship and the strength of your relationship is. Um, and so, yeah, they've been dating for two and a half years. Do I so I'm the kind of person and I've had this discussion with my boyfriend who is actually sitting in the living room in the other room. Um, I'm someone that I have like a really big guilty conscience. And if I feel like I 
could have overstepped or done something that was a little bit off, I have to tell the person right away. So this is something that if I were in his shoes, I would 100% tell the person I'm dating. Now, I don't know if that's going to cause, like, I don't know if that's important information to be telling your significant other if you're not going to take it further than you did. But to me, with my morals and my guilty conscience, this is definitely something I would be telling my significant other. Yeah, I agree with that uh, for different reasons. I think it would be good for him to tell her so that way she can they can like laugh at it together. I can't remember if it was on this podcast or if I had a conversation with someone about this, but or if I heard it on another podcast, but someone was uh, saying how they developed a crush for someone that they work with. They came home mm-hmm. once they realized that they had a crush on this person, sat down with their significant other and said, hey, I've got a I've got a crush on Patty over at work. And the girlfriend goes, that's hilarious. And the guy goes, you're right. That is actually really hilarious. And then the fact that now that they can talk about it so openly, then removes like the intrigue and the mystery of what a potential, what a crush would be, you know, like the the fun feeling of something new. But it removes that and it allows you to joke about it with your significant other. So I, pre- I, I agree with like the openness and the honesty. I think that's important. But I think that if you bring some levity to it and if you like, if you harbor the secret and all you're going to do is like every time you see her, you're going to be like, oh, wow, she's so pretty and she's so cute and so nice. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to escalate and make things worse. So, yeah, but do you think it's going to cause friction and cause sure, insecurity it, it, in the relationship? It might a little bit for a second, but it's going to be a lot worse if he doesn't say anything. And three months later, something happens or it comes out then. Um, but it's like it's honest. So it's like how 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 upset could his girlfriend really get if he's just being honest about a feeling for a girl Mm -hmm. after just a conversation? Honesty Mm -hmm. is worth it. Even if it does cause some issues, it's worth it to be totally honest with your partner. Is that what you're saying? And this, yes. And this isn't even bad. He just, he, he's a person. Well, I mean, it is bad. It's not bad. He, I feel like he crossed the line when he told her how hot he finds her. Yeah. The feeling, those feelings are, are going to, they're going to pop up from time to time. But when he told her that, I feel like that was crossing a line. Why? Because you think he was saying that with intent. I think everything you say is with some intent. Yeah, he was. I agree that that's definitely the worst of it, but it's still not that bad. And I think that, I think that again, I I, think, okay. So I think that he should talk to her about it because maybe there's some, like maybe they need to spice things up in their relationship in order, you know, like the, like the intrigue of like dating person that you've been dating for the last two and a half years, like, you know, like change things up a little bit. Maybe this is a little bump in the road for him that can allow him to strengthen his relationship with her. I agree. But I also think that by telling her, it will help remove the excitement of feeling like someone else is hot. And the second that that's gone, it's going to make his life much, much easier. I don't know how often did he say how often he sees this girl? Anyways, the point is... Old it's college like, friends. I don't know that he needs to see her ever. Right. I don't know. I just... I think that, as Mark said, honesty is always the best policy. This is not a bad thing. Like, it's not like he did something wrong and he's feeling guilty for it. And by telling her, it's going to help him, like, sway his guilt and get rid of it. It's not... A, he didn't do it... Again, he didn't do anything wrong, save for maybe expressing how that he thought she was hot. But he just... He's a human. Yeah, but he's still wondering about her. Right. And he wants to cheat He was day. wondering what if they had hooked up on the trip. Like, those aren't... I, I don't know. Listen, we're all human. Of course, you're going to be attracted to people other than your partner. But I don't think you should be having... You should be having thoughts of, of no. hooking up and with And you want to know why we feel so guilty about else. this? Is because of that. Because we, 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 we criminalize 
in relationships, the fact that we're like, you're going to feel a certain way about someone else at some point in your life. That's just a natural human reaction. But the the ability to have a conversation with someone that you actually love and care about, about that mm-hmm. and talk openly mm-hmm. about that, in my opinion, is what would save a relationship rather than uh, focusing on that and acting on it physically. Hopefully that never happens. But at some point, because if you let this stuff fester, then that's going to happen. Right. I, t- I, tell oh, my- no, I agree with that. I tell my daughters, feelings aren't wrong. It's how you respond to them. One million percent. That's right or wrong. Exactly. So I don't think he needs to feel the guilt about the feelings. I think, like I said, you cross the line. But the fact that he wants a cheat day, maybe that's normal commitment phobia. We're getting back to that here. Because he's heading in that direction. He's two and a half years with this woman. So it's about time that you're, it's going to be time to maybe propose. We're getting to that area. Being- it could be that kind of panic setting in. I see what you're saying and I think it can be perceived two different ways that last sentence where he says I feel like I'm a vegetarian on a vegetarian diet and I want a cheat day. That makes it I guess it could be perceived I think it I think you're taking a little too literally of him saying I'm dating my girlfriend but I just want to cheat on her once and then move on and like get over it, you know what I mean? I didn't That's how take, I read it, yeah. I, I didn't take it that way. I took it as like it was just like an analogy to uh uh what's the word? A dramatic like a theoret- slip theoretical example to prove his point. Like, I don't think that he would actually cheat on his girlfriend. Because um, he says he doesn't want a relationship with his other girl and he doesn't want to break up with his current partner. Right. That's why I think that if he makes a joke about the way that he felt about someone, mm-hmm. then he would lose any uh, physical interest. In, well, not any. We're always going to have physical interest, but it would just allow him to not feel that way anymore. That's my take on it. I've never put that into practice. I can't speak for certain if it works. Um, I heard someone say something along those lines and I was like, that makes a lot of f-ing sense. And I would plan on using that in my next relationship because look, I'm, I know eventually I'm going to be in a relationship. I know when I'm in that relationship, I'm probably going to find someone else attractive. And I would, I would hate if I kept that a secret to my, to the person that I was dating. You know what I mean? And similar, you'd be fine if she told you, oh my gosh, I have such a thing for so-and-so. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. But, but like I said, I've never practiced it. So I, I guess my opinion doesn't have as much stock as Vanessa's because she's obviously I, been in a relationship a little bit more than I have, but yeah, I think it depends on what, what, like how vulnerable you both are in the relationship. And if this is something that would come out of nowhere, and if you're not having these honest conversations with each other, then it would, um, I assume make the part that person yeah. or his girlfriend be suspicious of like what he's been doing or, you know, like what his thoughts are creeping up, like what kind of thoughts he's been having. So that's a- I think it, has to do with the kind of vulnerability they both have. That's a great point you make too. That uh, is worth k- taking into consideration too. Is all of the the friendships and like the potential dates that I've been going on. I've been very open and honest about, especially my shortcomings. Uh, as you guys have become grown more aware over the the podcast, I'm, I just like put it all out there. And so that's why for me, when I see something like that, if I were to feel something about someone, I would be quick to share that because they already know all of the bad things about me. And they would be able to know that when I'm telling them that it's out of based out of honesty in an effort to move mm-hmm. past it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm I know I'm someone that I want to I want honesty. But sometimes when there's a piece of honesty, that's like a lot to deal with. Like, what do you do with it? You know, and I don't know if this person is able to handle like how old are they? Do we know how old they are? Twenty six. OK. I mean, yeah. Maybe they'll be mature enough to have that kind of conversation and just move forward from it. And like I said, it could be such a blessing in disguise and be like, okay, well, let's like spice up our relationship now and like do something different and like get more, you know, heated for each other or whatever. Right. But I think that goes back to your 
point that you made earlier where it's just it depends on how vulnerable they are hopefully they're as vulnerable as they possibly can be i mean two and a half years is a long time if that person doesn't know just about everything about you what's been your longest relationship dean maybe like a year and yeah three months roughly years ago when i was in college it's been a while my longest relationship in my adult life has probably been like 10 to 11 months okay what's yours two years which isn't that long either if you think about it i'm 31 yeah, I suppose. Where are you with uh, Silver Fox at this point? Uh, how, how I stopped counting, but like December. Okay, so, so seven months. Yeah. It's a good amount of time. Yeah. I, I've gotten to this point too where I feel like dating is getting more challenging for me because for some reason I've led myself to believe that the next relationship that I get in is going to be the last one. Wow. And I keep uh, putting... Dean, what? No, it's not a cute thing, Vanessa. It's like literally... <laughs> I just don't see the point of in being in a relationship with someone unless you see it going all the way. And I just like it adds too much finality to a potential relationship. And then that's kind a of a lot of pressure on a first date. That's why I like I bail because I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know if this is going to last. And that's why you don't call them first dates. <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that. Mark. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's something that I've actually uh, addressed in myself just recently. And I don't know. That's an interesting um that's something interesting that you just brought up. I mean, do you feel like because you're putting pressure on yourself? Because I feel like you love talking about how like your shortcomings and how you're, you know, like why do people believe in monogamy and blah, blah, blah. Like you're always against like this relationship yeah. talk. Um, do you feel like you're making yourself believe that you don't want to be in a relationship I just to the th- point where you're making yourself believe, well, the next one has to be it? I just think that the last relationship I had and the way that it ended was so, so bad. That What's I don't, your last relationship? Uh, after Winter Games. Mm-hmm. That I don't want to reenact anything that happened with that relationship at all. With, with, wait, I'm confused. Don't worry about it, Vanessa. Who the point, the point is my last girlfriend and I, when we broke up, has scared me away from going through that process of events again. And that's okay, kind of so why... You're huh? You're not over it. I'm I'm over it. But the thing is, it's preventing me from being open to having like casual a casual girlfriend mm-hmm. for like six to mm-hmm. nine to 12 months. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't well, want to go through that process again. At least you know what you want. And that's like what me- most guys don't know what they want. So at least you know what direction you want to be heading towards, which is a good thing. I guess. But again, it's like it's, it's scaring me away from a lot of things. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff that I haven't really fully processed and internalized yet. I'm still kind of figuring it out. But it was just a thought that I had where it's uh, I think that's kind of why I'm he- like hypercritical of a lot of the dates that I'm going on. I like have start, I I don't know. There's a lot to there's a lot to unpack there that I haven't fully unpacked, but I think eventually I'll get there. Um. Anyways, let's. Uh. That that was a good email. Hopefully that guy figures it out. Hopefully he doesn't do anything that he'll regret later on. That's mm-hmm. why I think honesty is the the best idea for him there. Um. Big thank you to Latriel for coming in, being a guest. Be sure to watch Revenge Body on E with Khloe Kardashian and Latriel. Big thank you to Vanessa for just being such a lovely beam of sunshine. And Jared, of course. Uh, oh, thanks, Dean. You're welcome, bud. <laughs> Anyways, that'll do it for this week's episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. We actually won't be in studio next week because it's America's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we will be out. And so- Canada Day is next week as well. Canada Day, great. Uh, and we'll hopefully be out with our friends and families just having some fun. But uh, I actually probably won't be back the week after that either. I'll be in Europe. And after that, we'll be in Tahoe. So Wait, I'll be in Europe too. Let's hang oh. out. Where are you going? Where are not, you going to be? Not a date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be, Paris and Italy. Uh, I'm going to be in Greece and Spain. 
but I, have, we'll miss each other. but I have four days to fill, so maybe I'll come hang out. Come visit us in Italy, yeah. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We love you as our listeners, and we love getting to know you. Be sure to keep emailing us, help I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Just share anonymously. We love the anonymous. Even just start making stuff up. Put us in weird spots and we'll answer them. <laughs> um, thank you again to everyone involved. Be sure to tune in next in two weeks from now because maybe we'll suck a lot less back then. follow help by suck at dating with dean vanessa and jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts it's time to celebrate black history month at the walmart black and unlimited clock on thursday february 29th from 8 a.m to 8 p.m you can celebrate an extra day of black history month with walmart this event is free and open to the public at two locations Flatiron Plaza in New York City, and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.